You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al Jerry, we're doing the post game show. Jerry, right, hi, welcome. Time. All right, we go three, two, one. I'm sure I will leave that in. I'm going to leave all this in. All right, Thursday podcast. Today's Thursday. Yes, I'm that's so right. Confused on the days. What is up, man? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, nice day today. A lot of Islander hockey talk. That was a little much for me. It was a little much, even though yeah. it was Craig and Boomer. Yeah, it's just it's hockey. I, it's it's uh, you know. It is what it is. It but a- in a case like that, I don't think the audience cares that it's hockey because you're getting them in a different light. Well, we'll soon find out. I uh, I, I made a note on my uh, daily calendar, so when the ratings come out, I'll, uh, I will duly note it, Jerry. All right. I like it. This is going to be a good thing or a bad thing. Right. Jerry, on to our topics, which but- have zero hockey ones. And by the way, you're carrying this today because I've got nothing oh, going on between I've the I've got ears. a stack of products. Thank God. Uh, you know how he brought up here that I was looking for a uh, one of the, the hottest toy of the uh, Christmas season is a... Uh, Hatchimals. Hatchimals, yes. yes. I, I still have not uh, come upon a hash, Hatchimal. Stunning. None of our listeners have come through with me, to me, for Dude, me. No one is a, just going uh, to give you a Hatchimal oh, or not. try and sell you one for a good price when you can get $150 for the money. Oh, I thought just for the pure enjoyment I bring them, maybe they would just hand me a Hatchimal. Not going to happen. Or maybe the Hatchimal company would just, you know, throw me a Hatchimal. <laughs> but anyway, I think I'm going to be in this position that a lot of parents are finding themselves in. Now, I'm not a parent. I'm looking for one for my niece. Right. Uh, but a lot of parents are in this situation where the, their children want Hatchimals and there aren't any. So they've come up with a bit of a solution. A letter from Santa Claus to your children explaining uh, how the Hatchimals are not ready to hatch until uh, January. Oh, boy. (laughs) This whole Santa thing, man. Or that the Hatchimals, uh, they're afraid they're going to go extinct, so they they have to keep them a little longer. Extinct. Yeah. So you have to keep your Hatchimal a little longer. If you uh, Google... uh, Online, you can find a uh, kind of a form letter from Santa Claus to your, to your child, yeah, as to why he why he or she this? can't you have don't a get Hatchimal. everything you want. Well, that's not a terrible message to send. It's not like in a lot of cases, if not most, the kids aren't going to be showered with gifts anyway. If that's what they wanted, they don't get it. There are disappointments in life. I see. Did One you get is... everything you always wanted? Uh, I did not. N- nor did I. And I think we turned out. Well, I guess the two I turned out kind of strange. I mean, you think that. I don't know what others think. I turned out very normal. Where do you stand on Santa? Well, very well adjusted. And I don't mean I don't Santa's believe in laying down. I don't think that you're going to stand on him oh, and I kick see. him in the face. I don't mean that. And yeah. I, don't, I don't think that you believe in him. I don't. Uh, in terms of the kids. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think I told you this once before. When I, when I was growing up, my parents, when, when we would get presents on Christmas morning, 
the the tag would say to Albert from, and then it was blank. Huh. So they would not write Santa. They felt that was a lie. Okay. They told me years later. Interesting. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what age uh, the people, kids are not interested in Santa. I think it's a weird, you know, I think Santa's more believable than the Easter Bunny or the Tooth Fairy. Oh, yeah. No, it's much more believable. A guy that builds toys for 100 million kids and delivers them all in six hours around the world. That's, that's totally believable. Well, at least believable. It's, a, it's a guy and not a giant rabbit or a fairy. He's flying on reindeer through the air. Oh, so it makes it a little unbelievable, <laughs> you're saying. Yeah, yes, I do think. Now, my son's six. And he does not believe he's losing his first tooth. And my wife said, oh, well, guess what happens when you when you lose your tooth? The tooth fairy will come. And he point blank said, that can't be real. <laughs> that can't happen. And she said, oh, okay. And she was really taken back. That can't happen. How so? And he said... Where they keep the money? It's a little little fairy that flies through the air. I don't I don't think that sh- that happens. Okay, so what do you want for dinner? So now what's going to happen with his tooth? Uh, well, it hasn't fallen out yet. It's soon. I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. Perhaps nothing will happen now, and we'll just <laughs> throw the tooth away. I don't know, or save it because I guess she saved the first one for my other son. But see, if I had a kid, I would be worried that one. Uh, I wouldn't. Um... I don't want to lie to my kid or have a child that believes in a Santa Claus if it's very far-fetched, but I wouldn't want my kid to be the douchey kid at school telling all the other kids. Sure. Oh, no question. So well, I don't know what you do. What did you do for your got, older boy? I'll tell you how we did it. When uh, my son was probably nine, maybe eight, he was young, Ma, Matthew. He was young when he kind of realized it. It was kind of like, so a guy, we don't have a chimney. I never understood where, how does he come in. And I would say, well, you got to understand, Santa represents the Christmas season. Was this a sit-down meeting? I was in the car. Okay. It was a long Perfect. drive. And so while we always would say Santa, we didn't mean a guy in a red suit. We meant as long as you do what you're supposed to do throughout the year, you get rewarded. We call it Santa. And that's how we kind of got like He that. actually liked that. He thought that was kind of cool. So, so symbolic Santa. It's very symbolic. It's not literal. And so, like, you think that that's more real than an Easter bunny. I kind of get that, but they're both pretty far-fetched. Yes. My uh, niece would have my um, her father meet Santa Claus in the mall parking lot because she did not want a stranger coming in the house. I see. Very smart So girl. on Christmas Eve, he would go to the mall parking lot and get the gifts That's from tremendous. Santa and bring them back home. Have you ever actually <laughs> sat down and thought about how we have bastardized Christmas? Uh, sure. Like what the real meaning is supposed to be. And yes. what it, like I was in the mall on Sunday. I said, think I told you this on Monday. We went to Freehold Mall in the morning. And I'm looking around. I'm like, what are we doing? Like everybody, all these sales, people are trying to hawk every new product. Yes. You got to have this for Christmas. This is huge. For, don't they deserve this for Christmas? And then you sit there and say, you know what? Everyone doesn't deserve it, actually. Some people are a pain in the ass for the year. But well, they would know. get cold, Jerry. Yes. Have you seen the the car commercial with the two kids that act like the parents who got themselves their new Lexus, I think, or maybe the Mercedes? I forget. And the little boy is making the hot chocolate for the girl, and they act like the parents. It's actually, one of the better commercials you'll see. But it's just it's pathetic. It's like, what are we doing? Yeah, I always like the commercials where someone gets a brand new car with a giant bow on it. Have you ever gotten a brand new car for Christmas? I've not. With a brand no. new bow. No, that's Would not Would you happened. ever do that for someone? If I if I had the, that kind of money, yeah, I think that would be cool to get a giant bow. Have it just sitting there in the yeah. driveway when you wake up. I agree. Yeah, I think neat. that's a great thing. Like if I was one of these NFL or NBA players that, or 
baseball was making millions, I would get like my parents a car. As if opposed to the house, you go put car. A, well, you buy. I think you got to get both. But you 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 would get them the car first because that's an easier purchase. That is easy, a house yes. you got to look where do you want to live? What do you what uh, amenities are you looking for? This I would get a nice car and put a nice bow on it, and I would you know put pictures out on Twitter so I got credit for getting my parents <laughs> you the credit, man. Getting my hey, parents look what I did car. for my parents. Yeah, me. Look, how, look at me. Look how sweet I am. <laughs> You're something special. How adorable. Uh, Jerry, I, I told you recently I've become a Yelp reviewer. Oh, I know. It was, I, it was I my sent only, you a picture yesterday. You would have had a blast. It was my only way to fight back at uh, these delis and things that uh, are not taking my advice and cleaning things. Sure. So I'd also uh, written to the deli. I went to the deli's website, a contact us, and I, I wrote an email to this deli near my house, and I said, uh, you know, can you please instruct your deli workers to please clean the knives in between sandwiches? I said, it's very important to people, meaning just me. You. Uh, and also, I was like, yeah, they wear one glove. Right. I don't understand the point of that. They're handling food with both hands. So it took them a number of days, but they got back to me. They, they said, uh, "We are. I will re-educate the staff. That is very important that you are to clean the knife after each sandwich. So I, I, I went back in there oh, a day God. later. So I get uh, just a plain turkey sandwich or a wrap, turkey wrap. So uh, the the sandwich that was made prior to me was uh, a very kind of bloody pastrami, Ugh. like a, like a very juicy pastrami. Gross. And it was sitting on the uh, what do you call that thing? The the, the, the slicer. Oh, okay. It was sitting on the slicer, and where the the meat would fall was just a pile of uh, juice. And when I ordered my turkey. The girl was great, though. She she put on a pair of gloves. She, although with the same gloves, she removed the bloody pastrami. She cleaned that metallic machine as if she were presenting it to, like, the health department. Problem is she then made my sandwich with the gloves on that she cleaned, <laughs> which she cleaned the machine with. And uh, so you can't win. I sent another email. No, you didn't. I did. Will you stop? I said, I just feel like... Oh my Cleanliness God. is not top of mind. And I wrote into my letter, listen, I understand I'm very locked in on this, and maybe everybody isn't. And in most restaurants and things, we don't see how the food is prepared, out of sight, out of mind. When it's right in front of the customer's face, you have to, cleanliness must be top of mind. I don't mean to be a bad guy. I hope they realize it's you. I hope at some point they realize it's you, you do. To, with an email? What about your email address? I uh, a fake email. You have fake email? <laughs> Who the hell is fake email? You're 44 years old. You have fake email? Just for this purpose. You went through the trouble. No, no, I've free- had this for a long time. I had an email that I use. Like when you have to give an email on a website. Yeah. And it gets filled with spam and all that stuff. So I, I my have my email address. I have one email address like that. But I have I have a fake name. I have an alter ego name on it. That's brilliant. Yeah. Sad and brilliant all at the same time. And what's funny is when they write me back, they address me as my fake character name. So you can go in there and still use your debit card or your credit card. That's right. It's no problem because you're not Mr. Rumpelstiltskin. Right. You're actually Mr. Dukes. And in fact, this deli was very nice. And they said, um, when you come in, we will give you a free sandwich. Ask for so-and-so. But you will never do no that. No chance. And I wrote to them. I said, there's no chance that's happening. I just want just want you to be aware. Well, you're a pain in the ass. Yeah. You really are a pain in the ass. I'm saying she went out of her way and cleaned the machine. Nice job, but I, flip, I switch totally the gloves. Under, I get it. I understand it. 
Switch them up. Oh, my goodness. I am a very Especially when you know. Oh, the by the way. Yes. We were talking about the rat burgers the other day. Yes. Did you try one? No. Oh. I didn't. But have you seen these shows on, is it Discovery? I forget, where a guy goes around the world eating weird things. I have not. I've heard of those. Well, when I got to Miami on Tuesday night after basketball practice, we got back to the hotel about 1030, I would say it was. I laid down, and I put the TV on, and Discovery popped up. And the guy was eating a stew with rat meat. And the restaurant that did it, I don't want to make you throw up again. All right. Showed how they pull the skin flap of the of dude, the rat. It was, and these were big rats. New York City-type rats. No, like oh, African larger. rats. African rats. They were huge. They were something like you'd see in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was gross the way they flapped the skin back and then cut. Oh my god, dude! Well, we always assume Africa has the best like wild animals. They do. They do, right? A safari. That's true. They do have a safari. Well, yeah. we got safaris in New Jersey at the Great Adventure. Yeah, no, that doesn't count. Oh, you mean like wild safaris? <laughs> like real safaris? Yeah. Yes. Uh, this doesn't count. In, in New Jersey, in, uh, Great Adventure, you get on a bus and they have a tour guide that tells you, hey, look at the zebra over there, the zebra. And the zebra's 17 miles away. You can barely see it. Oh, we're going to see the lions now. Meantime, the lions are literally out of eyesight, laying on one another, and you can't see a thing. Because they used to just come lay on the hood of your car, and no, that wasn't the lions. good. I mean, the lions are behind it. Oh, they were always behind the fence, I think? Yes. The monkeys would jump all over monkeys, your car. Yes. In some cases, jump in your car. That was a problem. Yeah. Jerry, I was thinking of uh, starting a show on, like, Discovery Channel or something. It's similar to the one you were just describing about the guy eating rat stew. Oh, I like this. you got a show idea. Show idea. It's uh, it's me in my condo. Uh, there's a knock at the door. Uh, the UPS guy or FedEx guy, he, he delivers me a package from Omaha Steaks. And then I eat those those items <laughs> right on show. television. Yeah, <laughs> you preparing yeah. your Omaha steak, which by the way is a great idea. I'm yeah. just not sure how many people want to watch you eat it. No, I think people would watch me eat Omaha steaks because it's not just steaks. I'd be eating, you know, like pork. I'd be eating a meatballs, Jerry. But burgers. I'd be eating burgers. I'd be eating a chicken. You an apple tartlet, a caramel apple tartlet guy? Yeah, I'm a big tartlet guy for sure. And uh, potatoes all gratin. <laughs> that sounds great. That means get... that's French for with cheese. How do I... Oh, Jesus, no kidding. How do I get the UPS guy, though, to just, like, show up with Omaha Steaks? Well, you order it. You go to omahasteaks.com. But here's what you're going to want to do, Jerry. You're going to want to use promo code POST. Okay. P-O-S-T. What does that get me? You're going to get 77% off of this family gift pack. Now, let me Shut tell you up. what's in it. And these are all the things I'll just be eating myself. Uh, two filet mignon. That's the uh, best part of the steak, the filet mignon. you won't mignon. eat all of this in one sitting. Not in one sitting, right. no. It's still holding me over for a couple days. Two filet mignon, two top sirloins, two boneless pork chops, which I had last night, by the way. I had one boneless pork awesome. chop. Uh, you get four boneless chicken breasts, four kielbasa sausages, four burgers, a 12-ounce package of all-beef meatballs, which... I'm preparing this evening for myself. Nice. Uh, four potatoes au gratin, four of those caramel apple tartlets, one Omaha steak seasoning packet, and because you love kielbasa so much, Jerry, they're going to throw in four additional kielbasa sausages free. All of that for under $50. It's that is 40, awesome. $49.99 when you go to omahasteaks.com. Uh, click on the family gift pack. Hit the promo code POST. 77% off, gets you down to forty nine ninety nine. Makes for a great gift 
especially for dudes, because you never have any idea what they get dudes. Right, Cherry? Am dudes. I right? Dudes. You are right. I want to know if you're going to put a treatment together for this show. Uh, for me just eating Omaha steaks? Yeah. And then you're going to have a sizzle reel? Is that what uh, Craig has? Yeah, uh, that'd be a, Literally, it will be the steak sizzling, and I'll say, this is my sizzle reel. Now you know where we're going. Good you call, Cherry. Yeah, so check that out. It's a great Christmas gift or Hanukkah gift or any of the other holidays. And you don't have to lie and say Santa brought it. Take credit for it. And by the way, maybe you just do something nice for once in your life, and you don't even have to do it for Christmas. Just do it. I'm also ordering one for myself. Because <laughs> I don't want to hear about my buddy slamming all this food, and then I don't have anything. So I'm going to order one for myself. Omaha steak. And you should, too. Jerry, this uh, next story was sent to me by many alert Twitter readers or Twitter I think followers. I saw this. Uh, it's happened in Australia. A man in Australia found what he thought was a breast implant washed up on shore. And immediately, it's like, if that happened to me, I would think medical waste. Mm-hmm. But this guy actually thought something worse could have happened. He thought perhaps someone was murdered, a body was dumped in the water, the body deteriorated, and uh, breast implants, they don't, uh, they don't disintegrate like a body would. Right. They thought one of those washed up on shore. So he brought the breast implant uh, to the authorities and said, I've found this breast implant. Uh, perhaps there's a homicide going on. And then the cops uh, in there in Australia realized that it was not a breast implant. <laughs> it was, in fact, a jellyfish. <laughs> what moron picks that up? Now, breast implants don't sting you. That's how I would have known the difference. Uh, yeah, you think? If I was Did stung. Did it say, I only saw like the headline of yeah. this in the first couple of lines. Did it say that he got stung? It did not say he got stung. So I don't was know what. a dead jellyfish? I think he put it, I don't know. He, he took the jellyfish and I guess he must have put it in a plastic bag of some sort. And by the way, once you touch it, if you think that that meant someone was murdered. Right. Why are you putting your fingerprints all over it? Uh, we found the murderer. You, sir, your right, fingerprints exactly. are all over this. You're under implant. arrest, jackass. Yeah. I that's mean, a come good point. on. That is, that's crazy. You ever see, like, you're a Jersey Shore guy. You ever see anything weird wash up on shore? Um, not really. No, I really haven't. I mean, I've been, it's been a while, but I've been to the beach down the shore where the jellyfish have been abundant. Yes. And it's freaky. And I I honestly hate going in the ocean. Yeah. I really, I don't like it. Um, Caribbean islands are one thing when you go in and it's like four feet of water and you can see all the way to the bottom. I'm down with that. That's awesome. I am not, when I was, I surfed a little bit when I was 17 and 18. Not well, but I had a surfboard when I was working in Seabright at the gas station. There would be, I would either work the morning shift and go surf at 4 p.m. Or I would work at 4 p.m. to 2 a.m. and I would go all afternoon um, and so I tried, I wasn't very good at it, but you know, it was fun for a couple of years. So I liked the ocean when I was a kid and I would do the body surfing too. When I was 10, 11, 12, my kids go in it now. And there are some days the waves are so just violent and you can feel it too. The undertow. I hate it when they go in and I'm, I try not to be that moron type of parent. You want to let them have fun, but man, oh man, you have too many stories about kids getting pulled on. Ugh. Better that they go in the fan. in the pool. Uh, can we just go to like Great Adventures Water Park and go in the wave pool all day? Oh, you should go to the African Safari there as well. Oh, well, we've done that too. Yeah, we oh, have okay. done that. As a matter of fact, yeah. I want to see if you'd be interested in this, Jerry. There's a uh, a thing on Facebook, a Facebook group called Roast My Selfie. There are forty three thousand members. Roast My Selfie. That's right. It's a Facebook group. Uh, what you do when you join the group? Uh, the group is made up of people that 
will post a selfie of themselves. Okay. And then everyone in the group gets to make fun of it. It's kind of like our morning show. Yes. <laughs> but you these do people, something, let's mock you. <laughs> but these people <laughs> volunteer for that. It's kind of like what we do, isn't it? Yeah. So you would just to see if you ever wondered what people would pick out about you when they looked at your selfie. By the way, we like live your ears this, or your hair. We or you live this a, life every day. Right. Every time I take a, every time I have a picture that I'm going to post, the first thing I do before I do it, I'm like, all right, what are you going to rip me for here? Right. All right. You know, the shirt's no good. Fine. Chest hair sticking out of my shirt. Got it. Okay. Can't <laughs> use that. Um, eyebrows don't look good today. Fantastic. Oh, look, it looks like, it looks like I have terrible dandruff because of the bad, the, the you know, uh, the flash off the phone. Can't use this picture. Oh, look, look at the fat person in the background. Is that your girlfriend? I mean, right. it's very tough. You have course. to really examine your own photos before and even you when post they're them. Good people find something. That's true. Hey, you look like you put twelve pounds on there, uh, fat. <laughs> oh God. All right. So By perhaps way, you wouldn't be into that. I am a pig right now. How so? I thought you were looking slim this morning when you came into the office. Okay, that's because I when I go on these trips, I don't eat a whole lot. So maybe I'm unbloating right now, which is a good thing, and that's fine. But in general, my exer- my back is starting to feel better. I've had a tough go at my back the last month or so, and I have I literally have not exercised more than once a week in about five or six weeks. And I see it. I see the just like blah, like your body just goes to mush. And while I've lost a few pounds, I'm clearly losing any muscle definition that I had. And so I step on the scale. Hey, I lost a few pounds. And I look at the mirror. Ah! Like, no, no good. Disgusting. I felt the same way. Like I, I wanted to lose my belly. So I, I, I started dieting a little more. But I feel like really all I'm losing is any the little muscle mass it's I have. It's terrible. I think you can't worry about it. You just got to do your routine and you're going to be what you're going to be. Just eat better and you'll be fine. Right. But God, I'm a pig. Hmm. I don't know if you saw this story quickly, Jerry, in the newspaper today. A thief, and they have video of this, casually walked off with $1.6 million worth of gold. I did see this. In New York City. It was like in a Brinks truck. My question is, where did this gold come from? Why was it in a Brinks truck? I don't know. There's I don't, no I, explanation to you that. You know, I was in Chicago two weeks ago with with Rutgers, and a Brinks truck came to the hotel. Why would it have gold in it, though? That's and I don't know what's in those trucks, but they're like armed guards, and there's three of them, and it's really secure. And I was sitting there thinking, could I just walk up and open the door right oh, now? Now, the driver you. had a gun. Yeah, they would shoot I you. know they would, but I was wondering. And then I didn't realize it's all padlocked and key. I mean, you can't do it. It's really crazy. This guy walked away with an 86-pound bucket of gold flakes. So what does he do with it now to sell I, it? I don't know. Gold I don't know where flake. it came Remember from. Remember Goldschlager? Did you ever drink yes, that? Yes. I used I to love Goldschlager. I got so hammered on Goldschlager a few times. Yes, I used you gotta, to love You're going to have to do that. I can't. Oh, uh, but you had a good... Goldschlager, you put it in the freezer. Oh, my God. That I, stuff was good. I thought you had a good lead-in to this Harry's commercial for me. You give me the lead-in, then you run and do your Well, no, because I would have to do it. Oh. We love Harry's. I love Harry's. Right now, Al is going to tell you about Harry's, and then the then. warm-up's coming up. That's right. Let me tell you about Harry's. <laughs> you think? Yes, Harry's. That's a uh, razors, Jerry. They're uh, German-engineered blades from Harry's. And it actually makes a great gift uh, for a guy if you don't know what to get a gentleman on your list or a business partner, an uncle, your pops, your grandfather, maybe even your kid if you're older and your kid's shaving now. I recommend Harry's. They have a midnight blue chrome razor, the handle of that, which you can get engraved with someone's initials. 
It's the Holiday Harry's uh, gift set. You get yourself that uh, chrome razor handle. You get three of Harry's German-engineered five-blade cartridges. You get yourself a nice, close, comfortable shave. You'll get a foaming shave gel that smells very good. A beautifully designed gift box, so it looks like a great gift when you give it to somebody. Uh, go uh, and it goes for thirty bucks on Harry's.com. They also offer handles and sets starting at just ten bucks if you haven't tried Harry's for yourself. So get yourself a gift while you're getting somebody the Harry's holiday gift set. Here's what you do for fans of the podcast: we've partnered with uh, Harry's to give you five dollars off your order when you enter code postgame at checkout. Now you can get yourself some free shipping on that, but that ends on December 9th. So go there right now. Harry's.com, a limited edition holiday shave set while supplies last. And don't forget to enter code postgame at checkout for $5 off. That's harrys.com. They actually sent me one of these uh, before we were going to be talking about them. And as uh, before I even knew what it was when I got it in the mail, I was like, this would make a great gift for somebody. It's a great gift for a guy, and guys are impossible to buy for. So go to harrys.com, use promo code postgame, and check out the uh, holiday gifts, uh, holiday shave set from Harry's. Get yourself uh, free shipping up until December 9th. Come on. The uh, Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Jerry and I is next. It starts right now after I say, Sue! It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Well, good morning, Al. How are you, sir? Oh, hi, Jerry. What's going on? You're back from Rutgers. Uh, Boomer and Carton did the uh, Islander game last night. All is right in the world. Everyone is here. We are all here and accounted for. Exactly right. I was sleeping in my bed at uh, 8 o'clock last night. 8 o'clock, halftime for me. Halftime for you, all in right. In Miami, yes. And uh, their Islander game hadn't even started <laughs> hadn't yet. Hadn't even started so yet. Eddie was probably two hours into sleep at 8 o'clock. I was just going to bed, so we're all uh, here this what's morning ready to roll. Unbelievable. And I know we talk about this a lot. The technology is incredible. So I get, uh, our game ended at about 9.15. I get on the team bus about 9.40, I would say. I take the phone out. You go to tune in, and right there, I'm listening to Boomer and Carton doing a game at Barclays Center. It is amazing. Just you can listen to anything from anywhere, and it was crystal clear on your cellular telephone. On the cellular telephone, yes, so. Jerry. They say a Thursday night football game tonight, week thirteen already. A big Cowboy Viking matchup. It is a big game, and I'm seeing now that the Viking head coach Mike Zimmer had he or has to have or just had emer- supposed to have it last night. Emergency eye surgery. Yep. Now, I'm reading, he's had numerous eye surgeries within the past month. Yeah, well, he had a torn retina. Which sounds very painful. I think it was either late October, early November. Early November, I was reading. And then I saw November 5th, November 6th, something like that. They noticed when he came to the press conference, his eye was all bloodshot again. He had another procedure. But they called this an emergency surgery last night. Yeah, they say he could go blind if he didn't get this taken care of. So he is probably not coaching tonight. Well, it's not been determined yet. Right. right now, they say they have a plan in place. If he can't, I would imagine that he won't be out there. But at the same time, if it's one eye and the doctors say it's okay to put a patch over it or something, you know these coaches are nuts. You now, know they're going to want to be out there. Do you think a injured coach is an advantage to the Cowboys no, or think, no difference? No, I don't think an injured really? coach. Really? No, not at all. So then why show up for any game, Mike <laughs> well, Zimmer? Well, because, you know, it's funny about the head coach, you know, there are coaches that call plays, right? Ben McAdoo calls the offensive plays. In a lot of cases, though, the defensive and the offensive plays are coming from the coordinators. Good point. 
why do they have to be out there? I think if they took off one game for their health reasons, I don't think it matters much in the grand scheme. What about things. a guy like a Bill Belichick? He can't miss for an eye surgery. That That's would be that would affect the game. Bill Belichick's just a different dude. I think <laughs> Let's this, say that. I think this changes the line on the game in, in Las Why? Vegas because the coach isn't there. So what? He's the main. But they've done all the main work and man. all the preparation. Now it's up to these guys to go out there and play. And then who do you think gets the get gets the coaching job? Uh, it'll be one of the coordinators, I would think. Offensive coordinator? Yeah, let's go with that. I'm sure they'll be fighting over it. You know, I the don't know. Dudes. It's interesting, though. Uh, that'll be tonight, though, week 13. It's a huge game from this standpoint. If the Cowboys lose, the Giants go into the weekend knowing the division is in their hands. And as long as they beat Pittsburgh and then beat the Cowboys next week, they will be in control of the NFC East. If the Cowboys win tomorrow night, that changes. And then it puts pressure on the Giants to make sure they beat Pittsburgh. And if they ever lost to Pittsburgh, the Cowboys pretty much have sealed up a one or a two seed and probably the division at that point. And we finally get an interesting Thursday night game. We do. Very much so. Absolutely. And there are rumors, too, uh, because the Cowboys, if you look at the ratings this year, and I'm not saying this because I'm wearing a Cowboy sweatshirt this morning. I just read this yesterday. The top-rated games in the NFL this year, I believe five of the six are Cowboy-related. And I know there are rumblings now that the game on December 18th with the Bucks will get flexed into Sunday night, and they would take out, I think it's Pittsburgh-Cincinnati. So, yeah, they're putting the Cowboys in prime time as much as they can. What if we did this? Cowboys play every Thursday night. No, how about we don't do then that? Then that way there's no short weeks for them. How about we don't do they that? They just play every Thursday. No, I don't like it. So we'll just make Thursday night Cowboy night yeah. nationwide. I mean, Jerry Jones says it ain't going anywhere, so right. why not? No, bad idea. Switch them how out. about Sunday at 1? Cowboys, uh, Patriots. Well, that would they be They could flip-flop. Yeah. No, I'm saying let those two teams flip-flop every Thursday night. I one see. of them is on. I suppose. So someone will watch Not it. Not going to happen. Though. Oh. Sunday at 1. That's what I want. Hmm. Uh, um, Giants and Steelers this weekend. Yes. So we knew yesterday that uh, Peyton Manning swung by to... That was interesting. I'm not sure why. Like, as if he's some expert on the Steelers to go, like, give game plans for McAdoo and uh, his brother Eli. Right. But Odell Beckham says that he was able to sit down uh, for a few minutes with Peyton Manning. And I'm going to paraphrase here. He was essentially saying that uh, Peyton Manning is was dropping too much knowledge, <laughs> that it was getting a little, it was a little much, a I, little confusing. You know what though? I love that because all we've heard is how how much time Peyton Manning would spend on a game plan and the game and film, and he was smarter than everybody else in the room and on the team because he took so much time and put in so much effort. And to hear a guy like Beckham say that, I think that's great. It pretty much solidifies what we've heard about him. That he's like a coach. Yeah, that he's like a coach. Exactly right. And, and then, then you've got Mike Tomlin, by the way, talking about uh, Beckham. One guy asked him, uh, when is he most dangerous? Uh, whenever they snap the ball. <laughs> now, he's got the thumb issue, but you brought up a good thing that you read this morning about he thinks it's going to help him. He thinks, get this. Okay, he says his thumb hurts. Right. Even when he, as he said, when he hits it on his hoodie, it even hurts his thumb. That's how much it hurts. But he says now he concentrates more when the ball's coming at him because he knows his thumb is hurt, and thus it's helping him concentrate on catching the ball better. I buy it. I don't buy that at all. I buy it. I think it's in your head that your thumb is hurt when the ball's coming at and you. And it makes you focus on the ball faster. You look it in as opposed to running before you catch it. I buy it. Let me ask you this. If you're a uh, cornerback or safety on the Steelers, do you, like, give his thumb an extra nudge? Yeah. I would. Every time. Absolutely every time. And I'll tell you why. It's not like you're going after his knees. You're not going after, you know, where you can really. 
yes, you can hurt him, but you're not doing it to, you know, knock the finger off his hand. You're doing it to you put him in more pain to where catching the football becomes a major issue for him. And if you can do that, you know, Mike Tomlin was asked about, uh, are you going to try and get inside, you know, have your guys get inside his head? And he was very blunt. He goes, we ain't playing that way. We're playing to beat him, keep him from catching the ball. That will frustrate him enough. That will get in his head enough. We don't need the other stuff. You take a couple of extra swipes at that thumb, that could wreak havoc on him. You know, in pro wrestling sometimes, Jerry, they'll work the leg, be setting themselves up for the figure four leg lock. I would work the thumb. You know what a figure four is. I, I don't w- know what a figure four is. I would work is. the thumb, and I'd say it out loud to the press. We're going after the thumb I this week. I don't know what that means. <laughs> the figure four? No, I don't know what that means. It's very painful. But if you weaken the leg first, it's do more they, effective. Do they still call the corner the turnbuckle? The turnbuckle, sure. That was Jimmy Superfly, Superfly Snooker would get up there and He'd just get off jump the top. on guys. God, that's so long ago. And George I, the Animal Steel would eat the turnbuckle. Remember that guy? I, I do remember him. I don't remember him eating the turnbuckle. Yeah, because that would get in your head, too. This guy's so crazy, he's eating turnbuckles. Mm, yeah, no, I don't remember that much. Oh. Speaking of crazy, Eric Weddle is a safety on the Ravens. And he's the guy, uh, when the Ravens play the Giants, he had uh, a couple of cool quotes afterwards. But you have discovered from your research what he I do does a lot of research. Games. He sounds like you, actually. Well, he says when he wins, he will eat a, a gallon of ice cream while watching Sunday night football. Now, so why is that bad? Because he's an athlete. He's eating a gallon. A gallon has a handle. Yeah, no, I know what it is. It has a handle right. on it. That's how much a gallon is. Right. But Like, you know a gallon of milk, that's heavy. Yeah, but this is a world-class cream. athlete that's burning thousands of calories. He and, can do that once a And I don't know, for some reason, it didn't click in my head safety at first. I was just, like, I was just reading briefly, it's like Ravens. That just, I thought it was going to be what, one of these big fat guys. But he's slim. Yes, that's what I'm saying. He, It's like Michael Phelps. Oh, you're saying can, when these guys exercise, they actually burn calories. Michael, The story goes with Michael Phelps. He will consume 7,000 calories a day because he's burning more because he's in the pool for 12 hours a day. So a guy like Eric Weddle, if he is spending his life on the football field or in the gym or run or whatever the hell he's doing, he can eat a gallon of ice cream once a week. I wouldn't recommend he does it every day. But once a week is fine. It's kind of like you. You have 17 tablespoons of peanut butter on your granola bar. Well, I've cut down. You're fine. You've cut down to six and a half? No, I've cut down to a very reasonable amount of peanut Al butter. Dukes, he goes through four jars of peanut butter every That's week. That's not true. And he doesn't gain a pound because he also drinks 9,000 ounces of water every day. Hmm. Interesting fella, isn't mm-hmm. he? Boomer and Carton coming up in just a couple of minutes. Quick break. Back in a moment on the fence. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Uh, yes, it is. But a four-hour show of Boomer and Carton are coming up in two and a half minutes. Quickly, Major League Baseball and the Union did reach agreement. Five new CBA, uh, five-year CBA. And by the way, the All-Star game will mean nothing again which is a good thing. I think everybody's happy about that. Knicks beat the Timberwolves 106-104. Uh, to 104. Carmelo Anthony had the big shot down the stretch after the Knicks gave up a 17-point lead. How about the story in Philadelphia where the Kings and the Sixers were scheduled to play and didn't because there was uh, wetness on the floor? Yeah, well, condensation. Yes. Condensation. The, the floor was so wet. They said combination of things. One, Well, the ice is always underneath there right. in, in all these places. Which is common. That it was warmer outside than people had thought. And that whoever is in charge of the inside temperature f- forgot to lower it. It was it was set at seventy five degrees, mm. and that combination of all of those things. There was a video where Demarcus Cousins had the squeegee going up and down the court trying to get trying. it. Clear. And by the way, this put my Wednesday night fantasy basketball league with Evan Roberts into a complete tizzy because the game was. I mean, with, yes. When else would a NBA game ever be canceled? Uh, Roberts is a, very, does the thing get. 
Ixnay? I'm not sure because there was a whole thing going on with Giannotti and Evan Roberts last night. We have our little league. And so if you had guys in that game, so how did how is that fair if the game is postponed an hour after the game was supposed to start? So, And I'm not even sure they're going to make it up. They haven't set a make-up date, as least, at least not a, yet. But uh, very interesting. I don't think I've ever seen that before. But that was an they, issue, of course, last night. They should do roller hockey instead of ice hockey in these no, no, arenas. No, they shouldn't do. That no, way they no. wouldn't have any problems with the ice. Why they wouldn't have any problems with the voices of the, the Islanders, what they think of that. Oh, the two Go voices of the Islanders. Ice hockey to roller hockey. Good to see them. Did you hear Hello? any of their calls, Jerry? You I, were listening well, on the tune I was listening on the oh, bus last night. Yes, that. I did. And I enjoyed it quite a bit, as a matter of fact. And I'm sure we'll hear a lot about it as they come to you right now on The Fan.